Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to House Party, a podcast where home and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way, and I'm joined by Claudine Zapp, our Realtor.com celebrity news writer. Hello, and, hello. Uh, hey, <laughs> here we are. Here we are again. Ready to talk about some buzzy real estate stories. Things, yes. things have been things have been moving along. Um, things have been moving along in the luxury real estate sections sector. We're going to talk about two very expensive homes today. Um, right. Get out your checkbooks, people. The first house that we wanted to talk about is Mark Wahlberg's house. It's This is a notoriously gigantic home. So big. <laughs> in uh, in Beverly Hills. It's like a, we call it a mega mansion in our I story think that's, here. I think that's accurate. I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's 30,000 30, square feet. Yeah, 12 six, beds, like six acres, you know, tennis That's... court, basketball court. Uh, I believe there's a few golf holes there as well. Yeah, so. looks like it. And a, a very nice pool, mm-hmm. of course, as is de rigueur. Yes. Wine cellar, cigar cellar, home theater, every skate, kind of cellar, skate park. Yeah, every kind <laughs> of like recreational park or court or whatever. Um, it truly has everything. And he recently put this place up um, for sale in April. So not recently, I guess, because it is <laughs> December. Uh, but it, how time flies. Well, I know in time, the spring in the yeah, time has flown. What is time? Um, so in April 2022, he put this up for sale um, for eighty seven point five million. Wow. <laughs> And the news yeah, huge, just insane. And the news here is that he recently dropped the price or or it returned to the market yeah. with a new price tag. So we all thought we all thought at Realtor.com, we got all excited when it came off the market in October because we mm. thought maybe someone bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I reached out to uh, the um, listing agent at the time, Kurt Rappaport, he's still representing, but that there's now uh, someone else also representing. Mm. But um, he said, no, 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 we're just taking new photos and it'll Mm. come back on. So there you go. And uh, then indeed, I thought maybe he was yanking my chain, but indeed it did come back on the market, but Mm. at a lower price. So there you have it. Dang, we thought we got that scoop. <laughs> I know, right? And and it came back on the market and they also, um, Wahlberg also added another listing agent, which uh, from a different uh, brokerage house. Um, and, you know, so I guess he's trying to leverage a lot of different people's expertise and, um, you know, really seems like he's more serious about selling it this right. time around with a better price point and more people trying to sell it for him. 
Yeah, I think, um, I mean, didn't you say that there was a bit of, um, like he wasn't needing to sell this place or he wasn't like no. eager to sell it. It was more just a test the market type of thing. See if someone is willing to right. pull out their checkbook and pay them that much. So sure. Why not? I mean, um, it's, it's a very, uh, the, the area has been really selling like hotcakes. Um, Adele, um, in the same gated community, Adele bought Sylvester Stallone's mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, now she bought it for 58 million, which <laughs> is like so much money, but so Sylvester much. is so much, but Stallone had wanted to, I mean, he put a hot pie in the sky amount of $110 million. Yeah. I remember the one that, and that was right? the house with all the, the statues, with all the Stallone statues, yeah. Rocky statues or whatever. And that was February, 2021. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, I, I think so, so. We we had reached out to some experts in the luxury LA markets, and who had suggested Arvin Haddad had, from the agency had suggested. Well, it's kind of one of those things where why not put it on the market and mm-hmm. see if someone wants it for an extraordinary amount of money, and if so, well, fine, then they can right. have it. But you know, Wahlberg really may genuinely want to sell now because he seems to have maybe found another place to live. <laughs> he found another home. Um, he, he's made Las Vegas his home with his family. Yeah. He, a, a few months ago, he went on the talk um, show and he said that I've relocated. My family's relocated to Las Vegas, Nevada, and there's more opportunities for our family. I guess his daughter's like an equestrian, his other son, his youngest son plays golf. So he said, it's just a better fit for our family. And I said, blessed to that. Um, (laughs) I guess, you know, he said he, he moved to Los Angeles to do movies a long time ago and he's made his movies and he's, you know, they've kind of been there, done that with Los Angeles and they're seeing what else, what other cities have to offer. And that makes sense. We've seen a lot of people do that, whether it's Las Mm -hmm. Vegas, Austin, Denver, you know, it's the great migration that we've seen over the last couple of years. Right. And the, the other interesting thing this makes me think of is Tom Cruise, who Mm -hmm. um, also left LA for not for Vegas. He, he has a huge place in, uh, in Florida and, you know, when you get to that level of movie stardom, I guess, you know, you're a world, you, you, you make movies, you don't make movies in LA per mm-hmm. se, you make mm-hmm. them all over the world. And yeah. so you don't have to be tied to, you know, La La Land anymore. Totally. Yeah. Should you like, not want to be? If you're Tom Cruise or Mark Wahlberg, you don't have to live in Los Angeles to go to meetings. Like people will make time <laughs> for you for meetings. Like they, they will, will come fly to you. Yeah. <laughs> It's not Good like point. you have to like do your business in Los Angeles and like, no, like they will, the business doers will come to you. They, right. They, it's so. not like you have to show up for lunch and remind someone that you're worthy of being in that Exactly. Like you don't yeah. have to take the power lunch, like the right. power lunch will come to you <laughs> and, and Must Zoom is nice. a thing. Yeah. Zoom right. is a real thing too. I think that, right, right. that's more As of a thing know. more than mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so Yeah. We will, we will definitely, I promise you, be keeping our eye on this one. We'll get that this is, this is a big deal. Yeah. We have that. Yeah. We had that alert set, that notification set. There you go. Exactly. You, I just, I have to, I can't 
mention Mark Wahlberg without talking about his daily schedule. Did you ever see that when that that came out about just his insane schedule that he keeps? Is this the 4 a.m. club thing? The the 4 a.m. club. Yeah. So he'll like work out at 4 a.m. Well, yeah, he works out. It was basically like Men's Journal did a story on it, but it was based on something that Wahlberg put on his his Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. Just like his typical daily schedule. Apparently, he wakes up at 2.30 a.m. <laughs> and <then> he, <laughs> okay. <laughs> he has prayer time um, from 2.45 to 3.15. And then he has breakfast at the, you know, after he's adjusted to the day. <laughs> he Ugh. wakes breakfast at 3.15. No. Breakfast at 3.15? Yeah. Workout Ooh. from 3.40 to 5.15 a.m. That's his first workout. And it just goes on from there with, oh, you know, man. post-workout meal, shower. He takes two showers a day. He golfs. He'll have a bunch of snacks. Cryo chamber recovery at 9.30 a.m. Um, I'm exhausted. It- By the time he gets to 10 a.m., he's going to want to go back to bed. Yeah, it's, right. It's too much. <laughs> I know. I know. Pick up the kids at school. He, you know, he is a family man. So he pick up, picks up the kids from school. There's family time in the evening. And then he hits, hits the hay at 7.30 PM. <laughs> it's the best he's, time. He's so funny. He could do, he could be like a morning talk show guy, you know, yeah. he could have a new job doing that. He's already on the schedule. He's on like the good morning America schedule. <laughs> full on. He is yeah. right. Those people yeah. get up at 2.30 in the morning. They must. Yeah, that's it's a it's a wild schedule to keep. But anyway, so <laughs> that's what Mark Wahlberg's up to. We are not going to go very far um, to talk about our next story in Los Angeles. This is another home um, in Beverly Hills. This one is owned by Ryan Seacrest. Well, it's no longer owned by Ryan no Seacrest. Longer. He yeah. said bye bye. He said peace out Seacrest. So Ryan Seacrest uh, famously owned this insanely large, beautiful, expensive mansion in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, he originally put it on the market for $85 million in 2020. And this was a home that he had bought um, from Portia de Rossi and Ellen DeGeneres, noted uh, real estate moguls flippers. themselves. Yeah, yeah, flippers and moguls. And... Uh, for, um, for the cool price in 2012, mind you. Oh, yeah. Thirty six and a half million dollars. Right. Just a nice, easy little thirty six and a half million. Um, smaller, re- smaller than Wahlberg's. Smaller. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the house or only the price? S- both. I think, uh, you know, it's yes. like half oh, the yeah. acreage. It is um, half the acreage. Half, seven half the bedrooms. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely smaller. Um, It's more modern looking inside. But the news here is that um, Seacrest recently sold it uh, for $51 million. So, well, that is a big big, big (laughs) slash, a good $34 million less than what he wanted. Mm -hmm. And it took him a good two years which is it. fairly normal i think seems especially like fair yeah with that price point and in you know during a pandemic and whatnot that seems like a pretty good feat he didn't get anything close to his original asking price but this no. must have been maybe another one of those pie in the sky numbers 
I think so. I think you can sort of look to it and assume that because he did slash the price a couple times. Mm-hmm. He slashed it first from the 85. It came down to 70 million mm-hmm. earlier this year, then 62 million, mm-hmm. and then finally 60 million in September. And that seemed to be in the right neighborhood to make a deal to mm-hmm. down to 51. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, it's still, he's still walking away with millions and millions of dollars in profit. So we, oh, we're not yeah. going to feel bad for him. Absolutely not. We're, I mean, we may call him a real estate loser just for a pure, <laughs> for a pure numbers sense. Um, but, but yeah, this, it was funny when this place went on the market in 2020, I remember talking about it with Rachel mm. um, and we were just like, 85 million that's insane like that's a yeah this place is like big but it's not like big 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 like it's big it's it's 9200 square feet but it's not 85 million big right um and the inside it also i mean it's a cool space i really like how i I mean i think the The degenerous de rossi they did a beautiful job of it Mm -hmm. but it I don't know. Would you say $85 million worth of, you know, like, I don't think it's like guilt. I mean, it's not opulent. It's not lavish. It it feels like a very homey place. It's got a lot of mid-century modern touches because it's from that era. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, but it it doesn't seem very ostentatious, but the price tag is so over the top. It just seems crazy. I don't know. It seems like a mismatch to me. We were thinking Two, maybe the view has something to do with it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because it is up right on the cliff right there, and you just have a it, it says that you have like panoramic views of Los Angeles. I believe that's what the original listing said. Mm. Um <laughs> and I remember Rachel looking at the listing photos and being like, I don't see panoramic views. <laughs> like she she thought they might have yeah. been taking some liberties and saying like panoramic views. So like maybe if you stood on a ladder or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of trees. There's a lot of high trees too. So I don't know if you can actually <laughs> see like I think, the ocean yeah, or <laughs> I think you have to stand or yeah, it's an ocean view. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It, it the listing did suggest that there were ocean and city views, but mm-hmm. I agree. Um, it seems very woodsy. So you might not have the I mean, maybe the per- the next person who owns it could chop down a bunch of trees and get yeah. those views, but I don't yeah. know that you have them necessarily off the bat. They could build a an observation deck. There you go. <laughs> and that, maybe another floor. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Just a tower. Straight up. Exactly. <laughs> a tree house. Um, yeah. Tree house. Beautiful. Um, Great. That's not to say that this, I mean, yeah, it's, it's decorated to the nines. The property, the the backyard is gorgeous with this big pool and and a great lawn, and it's 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 certainly a wonderful property. Um, but just yeah, it seems like a nice forever house for someone. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. eighty five million was definitely overpriced, and we may come to find. I mean, I don't know if someone's going to be able to resell it for 51 million. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. have to check in about that some years right. down the road or whenever. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. So that is the bottom line is that he did make, he did sell it for more than he bought it for. So yes. Substantially more. I mean, yeah. substantially. Yeah. So 
and you he know, didn't he, do anything. <laughs> I, I don't believe he did anything to the inside. I, I don't I think don't, he did. Why would he? I mean, looking at the listing photos. Yeah. I don't think he changed, did any major renovation or anything to make that price jump. Um, right. It's just telling of the market. It's just the market speaking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and and the acreage and all of that. (laughs) Inventory and just, yeah, the the market was speaking to him and and it said sell. sell, It said sell, Ryan. You're always in New York. You don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, yeah. That's it a, for a Ryan. Success story for Ryan and <laughs> bless to him and bless to Mark Wahlberg. Again, if you want to check out these stories on realtor.com slash news, you can go to realtor.com slash news or um, go to Google, type in realtor.com and Ryan Seacrest or Mark Wahlberg. And the story should pop up and you can see photos of these two as we can we can definitely, without a doubt, say mega mansions. I feel like I should be uncorking the champagne to get, oh. you know, on our last episode. <laughs> I know it's the season finale of selling the OC. Um, they certainly consumed quite a bit of champagne on this episode. I feel they did. They did. Like it was, you know, they had a yacht party. Uh, I'm going to say yacht quote end quote because I, it wasn't like, was it a, I, I don't know. I think it was just a large ship. <laughs> <laughs> Like a speedboat. <laughs> it was like a large speedboat that was covered. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like yacht was a little was maybe stretching it, but it, it definitely seemed like it was too small for that group. For that whole group, yeah, maybe for yeah. like half of them. But yeah, uh, and especially because they don't all like just be together. That was the problem. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I'm sure that some of them would have preferred others to not be on the boat. Not be on. <laughs> yeah. They, they really did say, I think Hall said like, it only takes one arm to like throw someone overboard. <laughs> <laughs> to push someone off the back of the yeah. boat. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oops. I'm like, in terms of just like the whole season, like on mm-hmm. the one hand, I am kind of happy that, um, we've, we've reached the end because <laughs> yeah, you know, it was a lot. It was a lot. Like the, the properties were gorgeous. I re- I did like seeing a lot of the homes. Um, me too, especially that crazy one from the beginning, like the supposed hundred million dollar one was really cool with yeah. the round bed. Yeah, that one was cool. And I feel like we got a good range of homes too. Like there mm-hmm. were modern homes, there was modern farmhouses, there were, um, Mediterranean, like classic Orange County homes. So, right. I feel like we got a good range, but like all on the beach, the water. Yeah. It was yeah. beautiful, like just scenery and everything to look at. But I feel like the drama was a little baked by the producers a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like, especially like at the end of this episode, that Jarvis and Rose, the Alexandras were kind of like pushed to. have that conversation yeah Mm -hmm. i I could just envision some producer being like so i just want why don't you keep asking just get a little more clarity on on the whole like double standard about kayla flirting with tyler and then the the other girls flirting with tyler like what's what's up with that (laughs) i I thought we had sort of put that issue to bed and then it rose up again and this i was kind of surprised about that actually i don't know i we, we let's maybe we can okay dive into 
the drama and see see where we end up see where we end up Mm -hmm. the yacht party at the end um Okay, so we start out with Alexander Jarvis staring out over the coastline at her preview appointment. Um, This is a Laguna Laguna Beach home. It's a classic Mediterranean home. It was built in the 80s, actually, um, and then remodeled. Oh, I love your backstory. (laughs) Remodeled in the early 2000s, like 2005. Um, So I would say that the decor probably needs an update. Yeah, it looks pretty, yeah, pretty traditional too. Yes. Even, even, even so, you know, Mm -hmm. for that. Yeah, it definitely, maybe not the same taste level as modern tastes go. Yes, for sure. Um, It's a four bedroom, four bath, 5,400 square foot, $10.95 million home. It was on the market for, uh, Kayla comes to meet Jarvis and the two just have a conversation there. The dramatic music is playing. Um, <laughs> right. I saw that this house did sell in April um, ah. for just a little under asking 10.7. If you wow. can believe it. Yeah. So, so 200 grand for redecorating. I guess. In the budget. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So they just discuss um, again, the whole, thing that Kayla's dealing with with her listing in Laguna about how the seller wants to raise the price by $350,000 and how it's just ugh. and I thought it was interesting that Kayla said that working with Hall has been okay I, what the heck is up with that I do not I do yeah. not get this it's like the tables have turned the tables totally have turned and and she continues. This is not something she's just saying to one person. She says it directly to Hall. Yeah. And I don't get it. They had what some, is going on? Like some complete change of heart, some sort of reconciliation, like a, a religious event <laughs> happened because these two are just yeah Kayla is like adores Hall now it's bizarre right. when when a mere few episodes ago they were kind of at each other's throats um I don't even think Hall gets it do you yeah because no, she seems think... kind of surprised by the worship she that's coming her way yeah and Hall was the one too who was like Kayla you know I don't want to work with this type of person she's very you know yeah. She's very unprofessional. And, and so maybe Hall was the one that was having all the ire. And now Kayla's just like a puppy dog, just crawling back with her tail between her legs. Yeah. It's just, you know, like, Oh no, it's, it's, it's okay. I love you. I, I just, I'm so lucky to work with you. Um, it's weird. It's, it is weird. It's and weird. maybe Kayla's realizing she has no friends except yeah. for Jarvis and everyone hates Jarvis. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's I, I I feel bad for her. It's it she seems really <laughs> misguided. I don't she know. She does. She seems yeah, like she needs a lot of codependency. <laughs> yes, yeah. It just it's not a good look on someone. It's just mm-hmm. sort of low self-esteem or something. I don't know what's going on with that. No, I worry about her. Yes. Um, <laughs> we worry about you, Kayla. I hope you're we doing worry. okay. Yeah. Um so Back to our favorite restaurant. Um, we head back to Malibu Farms. <laughs> I seriously want to go there because their drinks look so good. And yeah. everything they do looks beautiful and very good on camera. It really And does. the view is great. 
Yeah. Mm. It's like right on the, on the bay right there. Um, so we see Polly, Brandy and Lauren getting brunch and they just, this is just a quick scene. They just digest what happened at casino night, you know, the the fight that happened between Jarvis and Rose and all the other girls and Polly just kind of being like, I need to control my reactions because, you know, because Jarvis knows how to get under my skin. I don't think Jarvis is trying to get under her skin. I think Polly, or maybe, you know, maybe Jarvis is, maybe she's like a mastermind and she just plays it cool, but she knows exactly what to say to push Polly's buttons. She really does. And, and Polly just goes for it. Yeah. She falls for it. She really does. (laughs) She, she gets pissed. (laughs) Um, it's just, I wrote just more petty drama. (laughs) Yeah. More petty drama. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Same fight, same fight, just regurgitated in the morning. Exactly. Um, so the agents, we we go back to, to the, um, we go to the O group, uh, Newport beach office and the agents are doing agency things again, <laughs> which here means playing pool, right? Because Tyler and Sean are playing pool, which is pretty awesome. Um, which is cool. I wish, I wish I had a, you know, I wish I had that kind of an office. I, I, yeah. I do. I, that's like the nicest part of the whole thing is that they, they do seem to try to create camaraderie in the office right. somehow. It feels very like startup-y with the, you know, you have the pool table, you have the bar, you have like the big open office. So like, it's, cool. It's a startup. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is. There, oh, there's another pest in the office. They have yeah, like a gross. big pest problem in this office because they had cockroaches. Now they have a spider. A gross big spider. They need to call in a fumigator. <laughs> they really do. Um, do some patching. Yeah. Clean out the walls. Call, call, call some windows or some doors or something exactly come on, <laughs> come on you can do it now's the time now's the time mm-hmm, of year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um jason has everyone sit down he calls a team meeting and everyone's going through you know austin got a listing for 8.8 million right um uh people are just basically going through what they're working on. Same old thing. Yeah. Just like you said, obviously things. It's a lot of their boxes. Yeah. We've seen like the, the homes, you know, Tyler talks about a San Clemente house and all that. Um, G geo. This was the other main property that we saw in the episode. Um, this Mm -hmm. house that geo has in Newport beach on Seville Avenue. Um, and it's currently off market, but it was on uh, the market in January um, hmm. of this year. So Geo claims that he was double ending it and it was on the market for $6.25 million. It's currently off market. It went off in March. So maybe maybe the sellers just decided, who knows? They just want to. Yeah. Mm. They hated Geo. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor Geo. Too much Geo. <laughs> Too much Geo. No, there's no way. Geo's, we love Geo. Yes. Um, Kayla says, you know, tells the team about how her, her tale client, of woe. <laughs> yeah, the tale of woe. Her client wants to raise the price by 350 And I thought Jason's um, response was really interesting. 
he he basically was like I would have backed out like I <laughs> I admire your fortitude with sticking with yes. this guy but if it was me I would have backed out and said no thanks which I mean I know he can't tell her what to do but yeah. if my boss is saying like I wouldn't do it yeah <laughs> you know I would be I pissed how, how much I'd stick with it yeah I would yeah number one like if he was saying that I'd be like okay whoa but at the same time like Kayla's pretty green in the business yeah, yeah. and she's she's just trying to like get her first listing and get her first like big luxury sale and I'm not saying that Jason should hold her hand but maybe like kind of helping her weigh the odds and like swaying her yes. in a position that makes the most sense. I, I, I would hope that he would do that. He, and did, then also, he doesn't, he's very passive. It seems like is. as a he's boss, a very passive boss. And he kind of just assumes that these agents know how to do the business for themselves. Right. And they're um, going to work things out. Like, and, and meanwhile, this whole office has, is like tearing itself apart. And yeah. he's just kind of letting it happen. Yeah. Well, because the same thing with like the Kayla and Tyler thing too. He was like, yeah. you know, if if it happens again, if she's like inappropriate with him again, then maybe I'll have to get invo- involved. But like, I'm just going to let them deal with it. And Right. Unless someone comes to me, which of yeah. course they're not going to. Unless it's like hurting our business, which makes, yeah, of course that makes sense. But yeah, I don't yeah. Know. very passive boss. He is right. <laughs> he truly he's like the definition of like just leave me out of it just right just go figure it out and yeah. you know Not make me some money exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just yeah make give, give me commission just just make me commission um, but hall so after hall and kayla sort of had that talk hall, hall t- tells the group i'm not i'm not part of this listing anymore she's backing out yeah after kayla is like i worship you I love I working with you. And she's just like, I can't, she, she like that, that buyer or sorry, that seller didn't like, you know, told Kayla, he didn't like Hall. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it was mutual. Hall said she didn't feel like he was respecting her. Mm-mm. So that the she whole she- thing just seems so bad, bad vibes and everything. Yeah. I it, don't it, know. It makes sense why Hall would want to back out. Um, yes. But it, now it, Kayla doesn't know how to you know, she's like you said, she's so green. I don't she know. She doesn't know a- how to navigate. It and she probably feels like, you know, maybe I do have to like stick with it to Right. Cause I you know how like when you're new at something and you're like, no, I have to go through the BS to like, you know, get to the other side. Climb, and- climb yeah, climb the ladder and get to the top. And you have and to what- like jump through a lot of hoops to like be successful. and she did get two offers. So yeah. Uh, and but she's still feeling like she's failing because nothing's closed and he's raised the price like oh it's yeah. yeah it's it's a hard situation to be in um and as we said in a previous episode this house um we did see the price increase noted on the mls and then um it's currently off market so they didn't yeah. sell it okay yeah. oh dear oh dear <laughs> um <laughs> so but you know, the O Group Newport Beach office is doing very well, as Jason despite says. Despite everything. Yeah, uh, despite you know, I was the shocked. odds. <laughs> Jason says that the uh, the firm has brought in um, over $100 million. They just crossed the $100 million threshold in sales volume this year. And so he is throwing them a yacht party. Woohoo! 
Pop the champagne. Yeah. Cue the drama. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I love it that they cut to Gio and he's like, I'm so excited to be a guest and not a host. (laughs) He was traumatized by hosting the casino night and just having it be an all out knockdown drag out Mm. cat fight. It was it was bad. Um, It was. I love Gio. He's good for a laugh. He is. I think he doesn't mean to be funny, but he is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Of course, Austin and Tyler do the like Titanic thing on the boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. They're king, of the, king world. of the world. Yeah. <laughs> they're such goofballs. Like they're such they just remind me of like like guys I went to high school with. <laughs> and I don't know, like they they seem to be having a good time. They seem to be having a great time and they seem to not have a care in the world, but they seem to be like stuck in high school a little bit with yeah. behavior. I don't know. Well, I mean, they're not. Yeah, that seems to be the vibe. They're not um, the only ones. <laughs> can we just talk about like the outfits on this? Yes, as you said, quote unquote yacht party. <laughs> the outfits were fantastic. The oh women, the ladies, all show. The guys are just wearing like board shorts and t-shirts, like very boring. But the yes. girls Whoa. really brought it. Yeah, they brought it. Well, which Amazing. one was your favorite? Which look was your um, favorite? Someone was wearing, uh, it was like a form-fitting bead-covered, like, mm-hmm. like completely like down, like gown. <laughs> it was like a sheer gown yeah. with like with like covered in beads, beads and pearls. Oh. But you could see her. It, that was brandy. You was could brandy, see her, right? Yeah, right. you could see her bathing suit underneath. Yeah, that was. Right. It was like a quote-unquote cover-up. Yes, you know. It, yeah, I my I was like jaw on the floor. Yeah, gorgeous. I mean, amazing. And and all and all of them to a one look great in bathing suits. I mean, so yes. this was you know this is where they shine. This is their yeah. This is this is their they came to play in terms of the fashion and and they yeah. know they know what they're doing. Um, right. I thought I, I have to agree with Polly. Alexander Rose's pants were ugly. <laughs> those were crazy. Wait, those, those were very bizarre. They were those like brown pants or something. <laughs> like shredded. 80s. Shredded. Brown. I didn't understand them at all. <laughs> they were wild. And I mean, and I think she... Polly was just wearing a bikini. So she was like safe. Yeah. Know. She just had a bikini with like a, a leopard like wrap or something. So she yeah, was good. Very but, easy. Um, And then, yeah. And then. Jarvis looked like she was wearing like a wedding dress in bikini form. In two, kind of. two, yeah, two piece. Yeah, a, a two piece wedding. Like yeah, like white, white kind of frothy. Yeah, there was concoction. Yeah. There was no shortage of just looks. Everyone yeah, was serving was a look on the boat. L e w k. Yeah. <laughs> Not much happened until Jarvis and comes to confront brandy about calling her a bully right at the casino night she said uh she seemed really upset about that she did mention it in the first scene yeah of the episode well isn't it ironic that (laughs) brandy wasn't even the one who called her a bully right it wasn't it hall it was, was alex it hall? hall yeah okay who, yeah who admits it she comes over and says well i i was actually the one that called you a bully and then they um, show the footage they like you know yeah. replay yeah <laughs> um so 
Yeah. Thank goodness for instant replay. <laughs> and I think, you know, again, it's, it's just a lot of like, you just give off a bad vibe in the office and, and this is what you do. And, and honestly, I just think Hall and Brandy just don't like Jarvis as a person. They think she's like stuck up or they think she, you know, has her lawyer talk and, and, and then Jarvis, a lawyer, yeah, right. Jarvis doesn't do, doesn't think she's doing anything wrong. And I think they're just completely different people and they just don't get along like that. Yeah. happens sometimes. <laughs> But for some reason, they just keep needing to talk about how much they dislike each other. I know. Uh, yeah. Jarvis says, Polly, I don't value your opinion. And Hall says to Jarvis, you're ruining it, ruining everyone's fun. Um, it's just. Yeah. And then Polly says to Jarvis. um. I haven't gotten where I am today by letting stuck up bitches like you talk down to me. Um, and then Rose brings up the whole double standard the, with right. what we were talking about in the beginning, Tyler and the the girl Hall and Polly flirting with Tyler. Well, why can they flirt with Tyler? And you come they down can't on let Kayla. It go. They cannot yeah. let it go. And this is again, where I think that, the producers were maybe pushing a little bit and saying, no, yeah. like, doesn't that seem crazy? Like, keep like, ask them again. Like they're, um, they're flirting. They're flirting on the yacht together. Everyone's flirting. And why, why did Kayla get in trouble for flirting? Right. right. When they all flirt with Tyler too. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then Tyler gets mad. And then Tyler enters the chat and it's just like, wow. I mean, first off, I realized how read his eyes were and I was like all right this man's like under the influence <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and and they probably all were they I are mean, to be yes. fair yeah Polly <laughs> also seemed very inebriated I think they were all loose and you know ha- having a good time um yeah lo- loose with the champagne <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> um but yeah Tyler says he he, he says to Rose and Jarvis like this you're doing it right now. Like what they say you're doing of being bullies and, and isolating people and you're doing it right now. You're butting your noses into things and you're making Kayla cry. Cause Kayla starts crying because she's so, because she feels so awkward. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I guess, I guess that's the issue. <laughs> it seems like maybe she was, like she didn't want them to say anything. Like they, uh-uh. they think they're helping and they're not, Mm-mm. they're not helping anyone. No, they're not helping themselves. They're not helping Kayla. Yeah. All they're really doing is helping the producers. Well, yeah. <laughs> the production maybe, company make a reality show. <laughs> right. And Tyler says you you're bullying. Yeah. Yeah. You're bullying. Look at Kayla. She's crying right now. Um, there is no issue. <laughs> yeah. He says like, Alex Hall and I are friends. We've never crossed a line. Polly and I are friends. We've never crossed a line. I am a married man. Um, you know, and Hall even says like, I can flirt with Tyler. Like it's okay. And then I hated how she went over and like gave, gave him a nosy or whatever that is. And she said, I'm a homewrecker, you know, kind of like playing it up and it's gross. 
And then, and then, <laughs> and then Austin has to get in. And then Austin action. gives a nosy, the as nosy well. action. Oh God. I don't know why Tyler takes it. I honestly don't. I don't know. Cause he's in high school. <laughs> yeah. He's in high school. And then, and then he kind of lectures them. Yeah. Um, I didn't like that at all. No, I, I, I don't really he's like, like that. He has no high horse, but he stood on his high horse and he said that the industry is relationship based and, yeah. you know, you're making a mistake. So I, it just seemed like it, it just seemed very strained. It seems, yeah, there's so much that we don't know going on behind the scenes, I think, um, in terms of like his personal relationship and the fact that Rose and Jarvis are looking at it from a surface level perspective and just say, what's going on here? It's like, don't, they're all, it seems like Tyler's just saying, don't poke the hornet's nest. Like you mm-hmm. don't know what you're talking about. Just, just butt out. Right. Um, so, but I want to know, I want to know. <laughs> Hello. And then, and then of course it ends with Jason announcing that the Alexandras have sold their $20 million dolphin terrace home in Newport beach. And kind I've never a... seen the rest of the group look so unhappy. I know they were like, like... not one person said, congratulations. Nobody Mm-mm. clapped. It was just like this awkward silence. Yep. It was like, wow. a... but, but Jarvis and Rose were like, we did it. <laughs> yeah. They don't care. Bow down bitches. We mm-hmm. did it. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's how it ends. They they ring the bell and everyone rolls their eyes and and that's and how scene. It ends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. the crazy world of real estate. Right? <laughs> totally accurate. It's a crazy world of something. Yeah, totally accurate. <laughs> that's how it is in Newport Beach. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, if you had to mm. choose a house that you would want to live in from the season, Ooh. can you can you pick one? You know, I really like Tyler's house. Um, mm. The one, it was his first listing on his own. And it was just this really cool kind of mid-century modern space. And I just really liked the interiors. It was just, it stood out to me for the design. I agree. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. No, that one was very noteworthy. I loved that it was like, um it was clearly, it was a home from the fifties. Like it was built in the fifties and then they completely updated it, redid it, but they still held on to some of the charm and it mm-hmm. wasn't, it wasn't huge too. It wasn't this like big McMansion, which I really no. liked. Yeah. Um, me too. I'm trying very to, livable. I'm like kind of looking back at my notes. I would definitely take that one. Um, I mean, there were some, uh, there were some homes on the water uh like geo's house that his mom actually owns that he I mean, lives in that's, that's insane yeah that location's pretty pretty crazy right on yeah. the water there um it's beautiful i i it, i you're probably gonna think i'm crazy but the house that polly sold to Sh- to shelly the interior designer the fixer the fixer that's actually <gasps> like gonna be redone right i've I've seen houses. I've been in houses on Balboa Island and I, I do love the idea of living down there. It's, it's, it's small. You're not getting a huge house, but I feel like once 
<laughs> once Shelly puts her spin on that property, I feel like it'll be beautiful. And Ooh, I would totally I bet take you're that right. One. Yeah. I would totally take but would it. you take it before or after? Well, if money was no object and I could <laughs> do it however in. I wanted, hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I'd buy the buy the investment property and then put a yeah. million into it. Totally. Right. That would be so fun. That, that would be great. really a blast. <laughs> Well, Claudine, we've got this, it all figured out. <laughs> this was a fun journey that we went on together. <laughs> it really was. That really uh, increased my heart rate, but I know, you know it's a little nuts. Who knows where they'll go next season, but uh, we will be watching. <laughs> oh, we won't be able to stay away. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it for House Party. If you like what you heard today, please hit subscribe, follow our show. And if you have an extra moment, give us a five-star rating and write a review. We'd love to hear what you have to say. If you want to write a longer message or just get in touch with us another way, you can email us, podcast at realtor.com. You can also follow us, follow us on social media. Um, we are at House Party Pod on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, if you want to check out stories about selling the OC or just stories about celebrity real estate, advice for home buyers, home sellers, unique homes, we have it all at realtor.com slash news. Claudine is our celebrity news writer. She has joined me on this journey. And uh, thank you again, Claudine. This has been fun. Hey, it's been great. That's it for House Party. Bye. Bye.